Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and especially to our espresso-level sponsors, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and for hosting our site, and to Expander Digital for both their sponsorship and providing SEO services to us. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to the next edition of WP Coffee Talk, where I sometimes forget to put it in gallery mode. And there you go. So now it just jumps, which is better, because I do have a few that I was like, oh, no, and it jumps back and forth. But, you know, I'm still <laughs> learning. I'm still learning. about you are the pro at this. I am the, I am the newbie to the podcast, uh, podcast world. I've been doing this about three months. And I don't know how long you've been doing it, but I'm hoping you'll tell us when I have you introduce yourself, because I know that you've done a lot more podcasting than I have. Um, I think my very first podcast where I was a guest was less than a year ago. So this is still a fairly new experience, and I'm loving it. Yeah, but, cool. Yeah, it's so fun. So my guest this, well, I would say this evening, because I'm usually recording in the evening, but my guest today is Bob. And Bob, I just forgot your last name, because I'm like, WP Bob. Yeah, just call me, um, yeah, Bob WP, that's all. You don't even need to worry about my last name. Nobody knows it, so. Well, it is Bob Dunn, and it just, just popped back in my head, so that's a good thing. Um, and I think that you and I have been connected through social media for a while, and then last year at WordCamp US, I believe is the first time we actually met face to face mm -hmm. yeah and it was, exactly. was kind of nice to be like so that's who you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that was right before the baby uh tried to eat your microphone when you were with yeah them. right Half right hours, yeah, little girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then once i met you i kept you know coming back to your the booth there and bugging you and it's yeah. like you were probably thinking oh jesus is he ever gonna go away you know he keeps coming back here <laughs> We were meant to be friends. That's all there yeah. is. To <laughs> so, so, Bob, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, I'm uh, right now. I'm a blogger and podcaster. So that's essentially all I do. I have four sites, uh, three blog. I mean, four blogs, three podcasts. Been doing WordPress for about twelve years and podcasting since 2014. That's a little bit longer than me. <laughs> Sounds like you got right in on the ground floor of podcasting when podcasting was first starting to become a thing. But uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk a little more in a little while about your podcast experience. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. And before we even get right into it, I'm going to ask your indulgence in the fact that I'm still learning what I'm doing. So <laughs> I'm sure afterwards you can give me some tips. <laughs> no problem. You know, it, it's amazing. I've done so many weird things. I was on a podcast recently and I had the wrong microphone. I didn't have the right one. It was going through the computer. Uh, another time I was doing a podcast with somebody and I realized I hadn't hit the record button until halfway through. So, you know, it, it happens. It happens no matter how long you do it and how yeah. well you think organized you are. Stuff happens. <laughs> I keep, I keep meeting, meeting, meaning to write up my procedure and protocol and I just haven't got around to it yet. But maybe if I actually did that, I'd be a little more organized. I'd like to yeah. think so anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as you know, I ask everybody to show me their mug and tell me what's in it. So what mug did you bring us this evening? You know, I brought, I, I went away from the, um, the stereotype WordPress mug, which I have a few of those different vendors, but mine is a museum, the um, Metropolitan Museum of Art from Ooh. New York. So, so I'm, I'm being a little bit classy and I, I believe this is a, Costa Rican coffee in there. That's Ooh. what our latest we got from Starbucks. 
Very nice. Is it um, with caffeine or without? Well, with, with, yeah. yeah. You know, except it's a, my smaller mug for this late in the day. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I've got the WordPress mug today. So I've got my WordCamp Hamilton mug. It was my, one of my speaker gifts. Um, oh, cool. I think this was this year's. I have two, two in a row. So I think this one was this year's. And I'm drinking tea. I've had a lot of caffeine already today. This is... <laughs> Still caffeinated tea, so I will. St- if I'm like messaging you at three in the morning, you know why. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll be sure to mute my phone. You know. <laughs> I think you're. I don't know if I have your. Oh no, I do have your phone number. Oh, hmm. <laughs> no, no, I definitely gonna mute it now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how did you get started with WordPress? Uh, back in 2007, I. Previously, my wife and I had a business, uh, graphic design, copywriting, marketing business for 17 years. So we were in the print world and everything. I begrudgingly entered the web space. Uh, Didn't really like doing it. It was like, you know, this HTML, I don't like it. I was looking for something easier, easier for myself, especially easier for my clients. And I think got a little intrigued with the blogging end of things. So that's what had me looking at WordPress in around, like I said, 2007. Got in there just to play around with it. Oh, this would be cool for blogging. Then I thought, man, you know, this makes it pretty easy for somebody to just need a simple site. Back then, you know, most of my clients were brochure type sites, real basic. And I thought, boy, this looks a lot better than, you know, a lot of the stuff you can do with HTML. So I, I just, after playing with it a year or so, I started using it for clients and was like, cool, this is, you know, this is impressive. And yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. I, I love when somebody says I begrudgingly got into the war, into the <laughs> internet space who now makes their entire living out of the yeah. <laughs> Cause you're not alone in that. You, we, you know, I've heard that story over and again and um, it's just, I think amazing what the WordPress world can do for us and how it pulls us all together. And it kind of, there's a little siren song in there somewhere too, kind of calling us into it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But there's no crashing on the rocks. So we're, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. So you are, I'm sure a connoisseur of websites. You've probably seen it all. When you look at other sites in general, I'm not asking you to pick on mine or anybody in particular, <laughs> but what's something do you think that people should focus more attention on to make their sites better or stronger or both? You know, it's, that, that's interesting because I think it's, I'm, and it's probably because I spend so much time tweaking my own site. It's just making it, making it easy to find things, mm-hmm. making it, user-friendly and that's a real broad you know but i don't i don't sit there and judge a lot by how it looks if i go in there and i think okay i'm finding what i want i can do it here and there those are the things that matter to me and it really a big one that matters to me is some kind of a and i don't especially expect this from large corporate websites but an about page Mm -hmm. i want to see who these people are WordPress mm-hmm. developer. I want to see who you are. Just tell me a little bit. You don't have to tell me your life story, but I don't particularly like just landing even on a small company page. It says we're a team of, uh, you know, dedicated professionals who will 
blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, what, what? Do you have a team of five? Do you have, you know, I don't need everybody's history, but even show me some faces, something. I just, so that's, that's my big thing that I always look at when I go to a site for the first time. And if it's somebody I'm a little bit intrigued with or, you know, who's behind this product, I find that about page. And sometimes, you know, I have to go down the footer. I have to go somewhere. But as long as I can find it, if I can't, it's like, okay, well, this already is not starting off well for me. So, so that's, that's a huge one, the usability, but that to get to really the specifics, I look for that about page. Mm-hmm. Like you said, especially on those smaller organizations where trust has to be earned. So like, you know, if you're, or if you're on Amazon or you're on, you know, Coca-Cola, you're on the, you know, these huge grocery store websites, they've already earned your trust in other ways. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to spend thousands of dollars with a web designer, you kind of want to know who they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And even, you know, sometimes it's news sites, it's these WordPress sites that people put, sites like mine, they do tutorials and stuff. It's like, who are you? Why are you doing this? You know, do you, you know, do you have another job? I mean, are you, it's just something to give me some indication, so. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. Uh, you may be the first first person who said that too. So, oh, okay. Then, well, I'm always I awesome. always have to be unique, you know. No, I'm just <laughs> well. It's nice though to have different content, you know. So everybody always, doesn't always say the exact same thing. We hear a lot of about um, accessibility, and that's definitely important. But it's not the only important thing in building mm-hmm. websites. Right, right. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I love that. And there's been conversation in the past about whether the about page is really important or not. And I've continued to argue that it is. If somebody doesn't care, they're just not going to click it. But the people who do care are still looking to find it. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I'm not sure if it's so much now, but, you know, just a couple of years back, I think our about page was always at least ranking in the top five somewhere of yeah. most visited page. So obviously, People it's were relevant. curious or wanted to know something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still relevant for sure. What's something that you wish you had known when you started word pr- working with WordPress that you've learned since that might've made your life a little easier along the way? Ooh, you know, I thought about that and that's a, that's a tough one because it <laughs> just kind of all blends together. <laughs> but it, you know, it's like going back, um, Maybe it's, you know, I I think it's what I would have liked to or realize at the beginning was not to, here's just one of them, not to worry so much about the theme. I think, you know, and and I think that's, I kind of carried that on in my early, when I would train people and stuff, because when you were first getting into WordPress and you got excited about it and you started doing sites for yourself or somebody else, it seemed like I, I remember, you know, always spending so much time looking for a theme and, you know, it just, I felt like everything had to be right. And I learned real quickly that most people that are looking at my site don't care about a lot of these small little details. I may be thinking they should care about it ends up being more of a, Oh, I need, you know, I need this. Well, do I need this or is it just because I think I need it? So I think that theme thing was, something I wish I would have in the beginning kind of understood that maybe it was easier to change themes than it really seemed. I thought, you know, if I get this theme in there, it's like, Oh, this is the look of my site. I'm going to be stuck with this for a while. And then I realized once I realized, which was probably a horrible mistake, 
realizing I could change my theme, then I was doing it all the time. You know, oh, I don't like this. I want to change this. I, you know, my, it's not working for this particular part and stuff. So I became almost the opposite where I'm like, I'm a bit neurotic when it comes to themes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's that, and that's just, you know, one thing, but um, yeah, I'm sure if I really sat down, I'd probably think of a lot of different things, but it, it was surprisingly smooth for me, you know, mm-hmm. not being a developer, a designer or anything. It, it went really well. And I'm, I'm somebody that I, I adapt easy. Mm-hmm. So I don't often sweat the small stuff. So I don't make, I, I thought of it and I still think of WordPress. I mean, there's a lot to WordPress, but I still think it's one of my tools that I use. It does mm-hmm. the job. And if certain things don't, click in right. I don't worry about it. I just move on. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I, you, you reminded me that when I was first starting out, I could spend hours and even days in the theme repository looking for free themes. Cause I was still broke, you know, starting out. Mm-hmm. So looking for free themes that would work and was so frustrated always that as soon as you put the theme in, it never looks like the, like the product page does. It's like, what do, you, what do I have to do to make it look like that? And then you spend all the time and it's like, oh, I don't like it. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> so that's another lie. big one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's where, that's where the page builders now come in really nicely, whether you're using the Gutenberg blocks or Beaver Builder or Divi, whatever it is, is you really have a little more flexibility in your design, which is also pretty nice. Exactly. Too bad they didn't have those when we first start, got started, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I used, I actually built one of my first sites back in, oh, I'd say it had to be, I don't know if it's around 2000 or maybe so, was a membership site. And I used one of the first so-called builders, Headway. I don't know if you remember that or ever heard no. of it. But it it took me a long time. I mean, it was it was pretty complicated. Of course, it was in the early days. And, you know, that thing, I, I loved it because it was the fact that I could build it from scratch without knowing code and stuff, but it was quite an adventure at the same time. My first client <laughs> site was built in Dreamweaver. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. That's, I think my first one was built in, I think that might've been my first one too, is uh, it was Dream, I think it was Dreamweaver or it was one of those Adobe products. Mm-hmm. Might have even been the previous one to that. I'm not, I can't even remember what that was. <laughs> it was supposedly WYSIWYG too, remember? But it didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you might get. <laughs> yeah, really. If you really hope and pray for it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. I like, press that publish button. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> When you think back over the talks that you've been a part of, um, I know I've seen you at some WordCamps. I know you don't go to a ton of WordCamps. You're kind of more of a homebody, right? Right. But when you go to WordCamps, when you talk to people, um, whether it's online or in person, what are, what's a moment or two that was really kind of pivotal for you or inspirational um, that made a difference for you in the WordPress career? Hmm. You know, it's... Yeah, I think I've been asked that before, and I really struggled with it because I, 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 the thing is, and you probably see me at bird camps bopping around. I have so many conversations that sometimes some of them don't even sink in till later. And I, <laughs> and I, and I I'm going to share one, and this was actually I, I'm cheating a bit because it was WordPress related, but it was WooConf, which was a WooCommerce co- conference. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much that it changed my, you know, 
my life or my attitude, but it just took me aback and made me understand the reach of it. It was the very first Wu um, Kampf, and it was in San Francisco. And I walked in the door. I mean, I hadn't gotten two or three steps inside the door. And this young man walked up to me. I call everybody young man because they're all young to me. But he was um, from India. And he said, he said, uh, excuse me, are you Bob WP? You know, nobody knows my last name. And I, I kind of paused. I said, yes. And he said, I just wanted to thank you because of your site. I am now a full-time developer in my where I live, I'm able to support my family and I'm making a living from WordPress. And he said, thank you. And I just kind of, you know, stood there because this was like I'd stepped in. I hadn't even gotten hardly in the door. And I just first I, you know, oh well, thanks. <laughs> you know, wow, that that's that made my day or made the whole conference. I could just leave now, type of thing. But it was it it realize that you know so many of us write and we do whatever and we depend on comments and we social you know we're on social talking and until you hear that something has impacted somebody that far away that you may have never had the chance to meet you start to really get it and even though that was you know several years after i'd been into wordpress and i talked to people i met at different word camps and yeah it was cool meeting them and oh i've been reading your blog and stuff but that one was particularly like whoa you know i mean the fact that he kind of turned it around where you know i don't know how he learned to be a developer from me that's kind of i wasn't going to question that but you know he probably got the basic wordpress stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it was just it just showed me that, yes, what I've been doing for all these years and what I'll probably continue to be doing, yes, it's, it's doing what I wanted to do. So it, it, was, it was pretty, you know, it was my little moment, but it was impactful to me. And it wasn't just the how good he made me feel. It really made me realize what I was doing was made a difference. So. Yeah, that's a great moment of validation for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And you probably set him down the path into what he was doing, which is great. Yeah. So it's, so those kind of things, you know, and I, I think it is all through the talk, different people I meet at WordCamp. It's really cool when you meet somebody that says, you know, oh, I'm so-and-so and they, you know, I've been reading your blog for six years and you just kind of, well, then <laughs> I should know you, you know, this is good. I'm meeting you because you're important. So there's that there's a lot of that that you just learn at word camps and that meeting those people that you've been connected with in some way or other for years. That's great. So tell us a little bit more about the blogs and the podcast. So what, I know you've got four blogs and three podcasts you said. Yeah. Yeah. So So I, yeah. Oh, it's like, it's just crazy. Earlier in the year I decided to take my one side. I, you know, in March, I was sitting with my one site, like, I'm happy as a camper. And then I decided to do this crazy thing. But I, I, I saw the need to split it out. So my main site, which is bobwp.com, is, has kind of focused over the last, it started out years ago, about 2010, as a beginner. You know, just, I did tons and tons of tutorials. And I moved it to e-commerce. 
and I talked a lot about WooCommerce, so I saw the audience kind of gravitating to that, but I had all this other content on there too. So I thought, what should I do with it? So what I decided is I made Bob WP a WooCommerce focused site that has a podcast, which is WooCommerce focused, do the woo. And I do that with Brad Williams from web dev studios. So then I branched out into these other sites and without going into the last few months of agony, what has resulted is, so I have, um, I had another podcast originally on there called the WP e-commerce show, which is more around e-commerce and WordPress, more generic. In fact, mm-hmm. I've had, uh, uh, um, Matt and Devin both on that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've talked about a lot about nonprofit fundraising, the e-commerce space that is on its own site, the wecommerceshow.com. I have Bob WP media, which I took anything that didn't fit anywhere else. (laughs) And I created this site that I can just send people to because it gives you links to all my other sites. Mm -hmm. So you can find what interests you or not, you know, you don't have to Mm -hmm. go through them all and look at them and say, I'm not into e-commerce. Then my most recent one that I just launched um, last week is mm. podcasting with WordPress. So that is both a blog and a podcast. I just did my um, second, well, my first official interview, my first episode on that. So I, that's kind of the mix right now. So there's a okay. lot of e-commerce in those ones, a couple of them. And then there's uh, starting to get into the podcast. Not that I'm getting into it more than I have in the past, but it just felt there was a spot there for it. And I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm one to just kind of, okay, I'm going to do this. Well, I'm going to definitely subscribe to that last one. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> See how I can improve my game here. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but having moved into being, you know, kind of full-time blogging and podcasting, how do you support yourself? It's, through a lot of it has been through um, monetizing the site. So mm-hmm. it's been affiliate marketing, mm-hmm. not so much the affiliate marketing you think of, you know, somebody having 50 sites and going crazy and all these niches, you know, it's, I'm able to do that. I've done uh, sponsored posts on my site for mm-hmm. quite a while. I, and I've done podcast sponsorships. And those have kind of been in and out and I'm doing those, I'm bringing those to the forefront again. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. It's, it's not as easy, you know, affiliate marketing or whatever you want to call it. It's a very up and down thing. It's a crazy, it's a crazy area. So I, you know, it's, I work hard to make it work. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, rolling in dough and I'm not, you know, living on um, in some mansion or whatever, but I'm happy with what I'm doing. And it's just, yeah, it's just continual work and finding yeah. those sweet spots. And you're not living in a cardboard box either. Nope, nope, I'm not. So that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Definitely. When I, when I built WP Coffee Talk, I built a subscription. I'm sorry, not subscription. I built a sponsorship model right into it. 
thinking, yeah, this could, this could be successful. It could be moderately successful. I could record three or four podcasts and then it just dies. Who knows what's going to happen? But you're my 57th um, recording so far. We've only released 23. So, so far, so good. And uh, I have a couple sponsors. So, you know, I'm not unhappy. So things are starting to pick up. And it's really interesting, this whole podcasting thing. And my recent one with this Jeff Large, uh, we talked a bit about monetization. And I've been looking at reading a lot of stuff, my own experiences with it. It's there's, I wish there was a, uh, you could give somebody a straight answer on how to monetize their podcast. There's yeah. no straight answer and you never know what, what you're going to, you know, what kind of attraction you'll bring to even mm-hmm. possible sponsors. So yeah, you just got to try different models and, and see what works. And if you hit something almost right away, that's excellent. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So you enjoy it. That's the most important thing, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you're like me, it's exciting to get to talk to people kind of all over the world too. Oh man, I just, you know, and and I'm I'm trying to get back into the e-commerce when the toughest part is talking to store owners. And mm. I love talking to them because I've been able to talk to somebody that um uh, they deal with artisan shoemakers in South America. There's been some other, you know, some in different areas, a couple of, one was a nonprofit, um, coffee maker, all these different people. And you're, you're right. It's just, it's fascinating talking yeah. to these people. That's one of the things I loved when I first started building sites is I didn't try to put myself into a niche. I just, would take any small business or any business that came my way. And I learned so much about so many different industries and that's what makes it so interesting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I'd be, I could be on jeopardy for all of the yeah. different websites. Yeah. I built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask, me, ask me how to cut down a tree. I probably know the answer. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so let me move into what I call my rapid fire questions. Okay. You take as much time as you need to answer them, but um, it's kind of like the whole James Lipton at the end of inside the actor studio. Same set of questions for everybody kind of thing. If you were to teach somebody um, to build a website today, whether it's for their own business or to get started in a business of building sites, what are a few plugins that you would recommend, either by name or by type? Mm, I would definitely, um, I'd probably think of the ones I've had pretty standardized. Um, Yoast, you know, I, I use that. I've used it religiously for I don't know how many years on my site. I, uh, you know, get a form plugin in there somewhere. Uh, you know, I've used gravity forms. I've used, uh, uh, WP forms. I've used a few, few of those, um, you know, something for, well, I'm not going to get into the optimization that goes too much sideways. Uh, uh, I, I do, I, I do think that I, I'll, I'll put it there. I, I do like Jetpack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a good starter one. I almost always recommended somebody to install it initially. Maybe they may uninstall it later mm-hmm. because they have all the elements in place and they don't need it anymore. But Jetpack's been a big one for me. And, um, boy, I'm trying to think I should know this because I have enough plugins on my site to fill a room or something. Um, 
you know, you, it's so, but I find it's, it's so, yeah, it's so specific to people's yeah. needs, you know, and I don't find a lot that, you know, I see people like this plugin needs to be on every sec. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's really, really tough to sometimes for me to say, what's a plugin essential plugin, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I kind of always go back to Yoast SEO because I think that's a great one to start with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's easy to use and understand very quickly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it can do a whole lot more than I know that it does, but I know that I can get up and running with it very quickly because I know what red light, yellow light and green light means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a difference. It's like, oh, it's still red. What am I missing? <laughs> That's funny. At any point in your WordPress journey, whether it was an official type relationship or just somebody kind of took you under their wing, have you had a mentor and who was it? You know, I wouldn't say, I'm going to kind of switch that around a little bit instead of mentor. Uh -huh. one, of, one of the most, the people I most highly respect in the space, and that would be um, Pippin Williamson. Okay. Pippin is always just, I don't know, there's just something about Pippin. I've just, I've had the chance to work with him, um, you know, as a sponsor and stuff. I've had a chance to talk to him, interview him. And just his values, how he treats his company, not that anybody, you know, other people don't. There's mm -hmm. just something that has always clicked with me with him. Mm -hmm. And I deeply respect how he has taken, how he approaches the whole community, the whole WordPress sphere. So I, mm -hmm. will, I will leave it at Pippin. Oh, very good. Well, now you can't say him for the next answer then. Okay. <laughs> you got to think of somebody else because the next question is, who's someone that you admire in the WordPress community and oh, why? Oh, man, I blew it, didn't I? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I'm sure there's, there's more this than guy one, named Pippin. It's, it's his twin brother. <laughs> he has a twin brother, so I could use him. I should have revisited <laughs> those questions. Oh, man, I just really... Um, so I'll, I'll think of somebody else I um, really admire. I admire, um, I'm going to just throw out a name here. Um, Jeff at WP Tavern. I okay. admire Jeff. Jeff mm -hmm. really is a unique guy and he's not there anymore. So mm -hmm. I guess I'll say XWP Tavern. But I do, I, I just like Jeff. There's something that I... I can't always place exactly what it is with Jeff, but he's just a, he's, he's, he, I guess it's what he brought to the table in the WordPress space for all those mm -hmm. years. And mm -hmm. I, I highly respect him for that. Yeah. Kind of like a tell it like it is. Yeah. Pull no punches, but in a very respectful way. Right. Right. Exactly. At least that's what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. No, definitely a good guy. It'll be interesting to see what he does next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm watching. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. What's something that you'd like to learn in WordPress that you haven't tackled yet? Hmm. Boy, that's a that's a really good one. Whoa. Nothing to do with code. I'll say that. And that's probably <laughs> the only thing I haven't tackled much. Mm -hmm. I. I. Ooh. Boy. I cannot think of anything, okay. but you know, I, I, I guess it's, it's that I tackle everything that comes out mm 
kind of, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so it's like Gutenberg, mm -hmm. you know, I, I tackled it and I dealt with it and I'm good mm -hmm. with it. And I in fact like it. So there's, there's not really anything at this point that's really um, calling out that I haven't touched. Uh, sometimes I get tempted to, you know, well, maybe I should learn a little bit code. And then I'm like, you know, I come to my senses and <laughs> maybe it was in a dream or a nightmare I had. And I wake up and think, no, that wasn't going to, that's not going to happen. So why did I think <laughs> I, I do that with things at amazon.com. I'm like the other day I looked in my shopping cart, you know, I like just put things in there sometimes. I'm like, why did I think I needed a loom <laughs> and yarn? When did I think I was going to have the time to create tapestries? <laughs> yeah, delete, delete. I was like, yeah, I must have been oh, in a man. stupor when that happened. <laughs> so, so my loom and your coding just yeah. got taken out of the shopping cart. Yeah, really. <laughs> but you brought up Gutenberg. So let me ask you a question about Gutenberg because I know you're you know, all over the different plugins and looking at different things. How do you think the plugin companies are doing at designing their blocks to integrate with Gutenberg? Because that you was know, something that we worried about early on. Yeah, for me, I've I've not seen I've seen little bugs, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm I'm going to speak just from my experience of the plugins sure. I use. So I have I've had as many as sixty plugins on my site, and people mm -hmm. shake their heads, and I just tell them <laughs> deal with it. You know, it's not your site. And then I've had I, I don't know maybe I have about thirty some on my site now, mm -hmm. and it's been I think they've done a good job. You know, I think it's things I knew things would happen and usually I'll just send them a message and say do you know this is happening and they'll mm -hmm. oh thanks for letting us know or yeah we're working on this mm -hmm. nothing has yeah I think I think people have I, I mean I think the plugins I can't speak so much to the themes because I don't you know haven't changed mm -hmm. themes that much but the plugins I, I think they've done a good job really I mean yeah. you know I everybody's freaked out and but they did have time to prepare and um, yeah, I, I'm impressed. You know, I haven't had any, I didn't have to remove any plugins because of Gutenberg. So right. maybe I just was lucky that way. I don't know. I think things seem to be playing well with each other too. I think the sandbox looks pretty good right now. So, yeah. but it's, it's interesting to hear people's different perspectives. And I know you use different plugins than I do. For example, you're in the e-commerce, you know, the only e-commerce I'm using is donation plugins right now. So, um, right. and give does a wonderful job, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and give is on one of my sites. So, you know, I, I, yeah. I know it's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> we developed our blocks early, but I would expect um, like WooCommerce to do very well considering, you know, they're part of automatic now. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's, yes. and I use it a lot for my different content stuff. And like I said, a few little weird things here and there. And, you know, some of them, it's just, I think some of it's, especially a lot of it that had to do with the editor window. Mm -hmm. I mean, the editor page, they just had to, um, yeah, it, there's so many things that could go sideways that those right. little things just kind of squeeze through. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually, I enjoy it. I will admit that I didn't go into it excited about it because learning one more thing is always <laughs> challenging. Um, but being part of WordCamps, I was kind of forced into it because every WordCamp site now is using uh, the block editor. And mm -hmm. so I've learned a whole lot by being on different uh, WordCamp teams now. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I wasn't like, you know, when it happened, it was like when I first went into it, it wasn't like, oh boy, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going to party <laughs> Gutenberg down here. It was like, okay, I'm, I've got to 
learn this. Once I learned it, it was like, cool. This is, you know, yeah. the things I see that I like better than the past editor. So yeah, so I'm so, with you. <laughs> exactly. So what's one of the biggest mistakes you've ever made with WordPress and what did you learn from it? Oh, biggest mistakes. Um, uh, I learned that you, that that little um, box that you tick that can hide it from the search engines can really yes. work well. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't even remember the reason I did this, but I, I had to toggle that on one time. I was doing something and I forgot to turn it or, you know, untoggle it. And mm -hmm. I was searching something else and one of my posts came up, one of my results came up and it was just, you know, blank. I, I can't remember what the error said. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. So I did a search where a bunch of my posts would come up and they were all like that. I thought, <laughs> Oh my God, what happened to me? And I went in and that little sucker was, you know, it was like, well, I guess this thing does work, you know? And I actually, I fixed it and it was fine, you know, almost immediately. But that was, that was huge. You know, that, yeah. that was kind of a, a, a weird thing, but I've done a lot of stupid things. I guess. Yeah, no, I yeah, you know, and, and nothing really, really major. I mean, um, yeah, I've probably done all the things that everybody else has done. You know, um, I, I sometimes I still stupidly will think I'm so smart that I can do something that's going to crash my site. And I think, oh, wait, is it going to crash my site? And it disappears. And I think, why did I do that? Why did I paste this <laughs> snippet in when I know I shouldn't do that. I should test it, but I thought it was, you know, so the, so for me, it's a lot of small things that just pile up that I yeah. should know by now too. So. <laughs> yeah. I always think that I'm going to remember what the CSS code is that I put in to the, the CSS editor. And then I think I don't, I don't need to comment my code. And then I add more, and then I add more, and then I add more, and then I go back later. I'm like, oh my gosh, what does what? Because now I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a little thing, but it can slow you down later for sure. Oh yeah, really. So let's look at the opposite of that. What's your proudest WordPress moment? Oh man, proudest. Oh, what would be my proudest WordPress moment? Um. I think I, I'm going to assume that it was probably when I built my first site. And the, mm -hmm. and the reason being is because of the history I had with, you know, and uh, building a site and having somebody pay me for it and being happy with it. And that sounds kind of, yeah, well, you know, we've all done that. I mean, you know, if you've done it, but it probably was because it was such a, I, I, you know, we talked about it before. I did not like building sites with HTML. I didn't want to get into mm -hmm. it. It was a pain. And the first time I built a site that looked, you know, somewhat professional and it was, you know, the client was happy and there wasn't any issues and wasn't weird things going on. It was like, wow, you know, I can do this. So, so probably there's been others, but I would say, and I would imagine for some people it'd be almost the same way. It's that first sight that you didn't think you could possibly do this mm -hmm. and you actually were able to do it uh, a lot easier than you anticipated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I do remember pushing 
publish on that first site and being able to share it and people seeing it. And I'll tell you what, it was, now I look back at it, it was a horrible site, <laughs> but at the time it was beautiful, but you yeah. know, we're talking, you know, almost 20 years ago now. So yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Without the tools we have at our disposal now. So for sure. Right. If you didn't work in IT, web, tech, all of that, you know, if you had took all the podcasting and all the blogging and everything away, what's another career that you might like to attempt? Well, it's probably a little late for me, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still always had the dream of being a, a, a photographer, particularly a wildlife photographer. Oh, it's cool. always been something I just... I always thought, and, I, and one of the things that has intrigued me, and it doesn't sound glamorous or anything, but I always think of those ones that they get, you know, they sit there for four, five, six hours to wait for that perfect shot, and then they get that perfect shot. Mm -hmm. So I, I've always loved photography off and on through my life. And I think, uh, yeah, I think if I could just do that, you know, I mean, probably if I, somebody said, hey, I'll pay you, you know, this much money and you can go out and take pictures of wildlife, I'd say, yeah, okay, bye, WordPress, I'm out of here. No. <laughs> but but it, it, it's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I read an article last year about a man who waited 20 years for his perfect shot. Oh, now, granted, wow. I mean, he's out there taking other pictures and everything, but he got the perfect shot of a kingfisher doing a dive straight into the water and the water was perfectly clear and the bird is reflected in the it's just gorgeous so yeah, you have to look up yeah. look up that one it's amazing yeah, yeah. i will <laughs> yeah i'll share some of my wildlife photography with you too i do a lot um in my spare time on weekends i go out driving and looking for birds and things so yeah. i am quite the amateur but it's a lot of fun yeah oh yeah it is so what's something on your bucket list oh right now there's really i'm just kind of enjoying just being mellow you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't really have anything on the bucket list that I have to do right now. I, um, yeah, I, my, my, my bucket list is, is pretty empty right now. So it's, uh, I, nothing comes to mind that's, mm -hmm. that's, um, you know, I, I would like to, I, the other day, somebody on Facebook asked if you were stuck on a plane, a long flight, who would you like to sit by? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that can't be on my bucket list, but I'd still like to have a long conversation with um, John Cleese from Monty Python. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, except, you know, that's not going to happen. So it's not really a bucket list, but, um, you know, I wish, wish. He, he, I wish he'd be on my podcast. So I could talk e-commerce with him or something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 and suddenly John Cleese is a WordPresser because of Bob. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'd love talking about that. That's what might make it so fun. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mr. Cleese, I don't care what you did. Listen to what I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, show us or tell us one of the hidden talents that you might have that people in the WordPress community might not know about. Hmm. Hidden talents. Um, but I don't have a lot of hidden talents. I'm a real boring guest. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. You know, I can, um, I can do the, um, do you remember the, do you know the song, the, um, pretty woman by Roy Orbison? Sure. I can do the Roy Orbison growl. Let me hear it. 
Yes, I, you see, can. I can't do it quite as good. I, that wasn't quite as good, but I used to. I used to really be able to do that growl perfect. And when I do it, people like, "Whoa, where did that come from?" <laughs> is that is that what got your wife interested in you? Was that growl? <laughs> no, no, she probably would have thought, "What's he doing now?" You know. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's not really much of a talent, but it was, um, it was, and it used to, it seemed to be, I, I used to be able to do it better. Maybe I have to be, um, I have to psych myself up for it or something. There you go. A little more coffee or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <don't> know. <laughs> oh, I know something, somebody, here's something that somebody, probably people don't know is we won a, um, a business award and we beat out Ikea. So there's wow. nobody knows. That's yeah, that, pretty amazing. That was in yeah. our previous life. We we beat out a, IKEA. We were we were up against an award with Boeing, but we lost to them. So okay. that's, that's it. That's pretty exciting, though. <laughs> I am um, in in a former Twitter life. That account is now closed, but I used to run an account on holistic healing, and I was followed by the verified account of the Dalai Lama. Oh wow! That's so that's cool. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and in another life, I actually have a blog. You can look it up later because it's very funny called thedailybedhead.com. And it's a picture of how I look in the morning. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> With stories and, you know, musings and things like that. But I had a, a, I also had a Twitter account for that. And it was suddenly being followed by like, like I got 40 followers in like three days from outside of Toronto in Etobicoke because the mayor of Etobicoke suddenly started following the Daily Bedhead. It's like, I don't know. So, <laughs> you just Go never figure, know. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You just sure. never know where the next one's coming from. <laughs> so, Bob, tell us how we can find you, your websites, and your social media. You know, probably the easiest website is uh, bobwpmedia.com. I won't mm -hmm. list all the other URLs because that's mm -hmm. where everything is. And then, yeah, just find me at bobwp everywhere else. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to get to know you even better. Am I going to see you at WordCamp US this year? Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll find you. I'll, I'm one of the organizers, so I'll be in the red shirt. So you can oh, find okay. me there. <laughs> cool. Well, I look forward to it. Um, thanks for being a guest. I just, you probably don't get to be a guest as much as you are the host. So it's kind of no. fun to put you on the spot. Really? <laughs> yeah, this was enjoyable. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's my pleasure. And to everybody out there in Coffee Talk land, we'll see you next time. WP Coffee Talk with Michelle Frechette is a proud supporter of WP and Up, whose mission is to support and promote positive mental health within the WordPress community. Visit their website at wpandup.org.